0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well being and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary, and it is just today, me, myself, and I. And today, um, the title is The New Consciousness Project, which is something I'm going to be talking a little bit about that's coming up later on this month in June. And boy, when I named this show Shift Happens, I had no clue that we were talking about real shift because 2020 has been something else, huh? Let me tell you, there's just been so much uncertainty and... uh, now chaos and questioning and fear that has been going on. And it's created so much diverse. uh, I was going to say diversity, but division in people. With people, you know, first it was Corona and now we have, you know, um, people killing each other. And, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, there was this horrible, horrendous, uh, incident of, you know, George Floyd being murdered, uh, by a police officer or a group of police officers. I'm not sure how they're counting that because there were certainly others who stood around and, you know, and that just talk about the perfect storm after having people cooped up inside quarantine for a couple of months. And, uh, you know, a lot of, putting fear into people about you what this virus is and what it's going to do if you go outside you're going to die and uh you know when and then there's all these uh doctors and scientists who are out there talking and and as we came further along with the virus and learning well maybe maybe this isn't exactly the way they were first presenting it maybe those uh calculations weren't Exactly right, and then the videos and of these doctors and scientists are being taken down, and who are talking about a certain you know down a certain line, and it's all very confusing. And uh, you know, if nothing else, I certainly think that uh, 2020 is a year of awakening. You know, I know I have certainly been awoken. If I wasn't before, there are lots of things that I used to believe and uh, thought I never got into politics because I always, I never liked, you know, how there was so much backstabbing. It was never just about, okay, well, here's an issue and here's what we can do to resolve it and such. It's always about digging up the dirt about the other person, the other side and, and, you know, hurling that. It's kind of like for me, like watching monkeys throw poop at each other and, and, you know, for what it is that they're representing personally for me. I'm just talking for me, not for you. But to me, I just, I just don't have time to sit and watch that. So, uh, so I've always stayed out of politics, but there comes a time when they're talking about what I can do about my health and uh, my freedoms and such. And that's how I started to want to know more and look into more. And, you know, so, with our, with the quarantine and, and things that we're talking about coming down the pipelines and certain things haven't all, uh, come all the way down and we don't know yet, you know, with vaccines and what's going to happen, how are we going to move forward with school and this, that, and the other. And, you know, so much that's up in the air and people having been isolated and and kids not being able to see their friends is starting to see a lot of the, um, Mental breakdown uh, in people from being in isolation and missing, you know, their loved ones and and their friends and this social interaction. And you know, uh, I know certain younger kids who, well, not just younger kids, but kids even adults who are afraid to go outside now. And you know, uh, it it skews the entire their entire world. So. You know, if you're afraid to go outside because you're afraid if you step outside, you're going to, you know, catch a virus and die. Well, that's going to certainly curfew, you know, curb what kinds of dreams that you have, like social activity, going out and exercising and, and, and all that stuff that we need in order to exactly do what the quarantine was supposed to do, which was prevent the illness. And we need to get fresh air, we need to get exercise, we need to be uh social with people in order to make us feel that the those happy feelings. We when we are sad and depressed and we're anxious, the first system that is hit is our immune system. So uh it's kinda like uh really uh there's all these suppressed feelings that have happened, uh, that have been uh, lingering, and of, of grief, you know, grief, first of all, of losing the uh, way of life that we've had. You know, thousands of people uh, who have hundreds of thousands of people who lost their jobs and are living in survival, and living in survival because you don't have an income certainly also hits your immune system big time. And, you know, and so people who were just, you know, plodding along, doing their thing, and all, all of that was just ripped out from underneath them, all in one fell swoop. So, so really scary, confusing things that are happening. And so this underlying um, feeling of, of grief and, and anxiety and fear has been just simmering. And whether or not people are aware of it, it, it certainly is a global experience that we're having, uh, which is probably one of the few times in the world, and <laughs> it's the time where we have pretty much all been feeling the same thing and going through the same thing at the same time. And so, uh, and now compound that grief and the sense of fear and the uh, repression uh, with the George Floyd case. You know, and and that's now coming out with uh, demonstrations and what happens many times when you have people who have already been suppressed and have um, not been heard then and then you go ahead and commit a horrendous crime like this that you know initially at least look like, oh well, maybe nothing will happen if I, I we don't know what's gonna be the outcome yet. You know, uh, obviously that's going to be like taking a two by four and and just hitting somebody in in the face, and that's going to start causing some issues. And many times when people they have all that pent up, um, you know, those feelings that that it's a lot of energy, and the energy has to go somewhere. And when people they feel as though they're not being heard, well, then you know they're going to find a way to be heard. And so if that's talking louder, if it's, you know, acting in a, in a way, you know, uh, tearing things up, and that doesn't mean that it's right or it's okay. However, you know, the thing is that we have to look at also what kinds of behaviors are, are we doing that, you know, either allows that to happen or or prevents it from happening. And, you know, so... A lot of these behaviors are so subtle. I was, in fact, talking to somebody, um, you know, the other day about how uh, they were raised, um, you know, in, in an environment that person happened to be dark-skinned and uh, how there was so many subtle little um, messages that were that were given to this person that, you know, just were little... Little messages that didn't directly say, oh, well, you know, you're really too dark and you shouldn't be showing how dark you are. But it was more, well, why Why are you wearing that color? Why are you wearing that dress? Why are you showing off so much skin? Those kinds of things. And some of these things, they're subtle. And in fact, sometimes they could even have been said out of love. But that love was because... They wanted to protect, you know, their child or their loved one, because they know what life is like out there. Then we have a world that apparently doesn't take well to people who have darker skin. Which is, you know, when you think about it, it's it doesn't make any sense when you put on your logical mind. Um, and so, so that brings you up in a place where you start to. Believe that you're not okay. You're not. You're not pretty. You're not okay. You're not handsome. And there's something wrong with you. And you need to really cover yourself up and and preferably not really be who you authentically are. Which, um, you know, that is something that just puts dims your light. It's hard to be authentically you when <laughs> what is part of you is constantly being told and shown that it's not okay really to be you where we really don't like certain aspects of you that you have no control over how you are. So, you know, so here we are. And and then, you know, there's so many different versions of the, these stories of who is spurring on the riots, who is supplying the, um, the, you know, Brick pellets and, and all different kinds of things, like, and, and looking into deeper and deeper and deeper. And you know, so the, it's things that, you know, uh, might before have been, it sounded like, it may still sound like conspiracy theories. However, sometimes, sometimes there are layers that are there that um, are now maybe being exposed. And you know, so it's something, it certainly has been, like I said, an awakening, a year of awakening of a lot of different uh, people also responses to, you know, if you if you are somebody who um, is staying inside and not even going outside to go for a walk, or if you're somebody who goes outside and, and goes to the park and exercises and such, and whether you should or shouldn't, whether or not you should be going to the grocery store, all these kinds of things, even those Simple little tasks have caused so much arguing and and attacking of people who are on the other side of what you believe and what you're doing, when in reality, I think everybody's doing what they believe is the best and the safest. So, you know, going back to, you know, I think it's really important also, especially for younger kids, because what I always talk about is kids are, we're basically building the foundation of what kids are going to operate from for the rest of their life, you know, unless they consciously become aware of what's going on and consciously take steps to to grow and become aware and to make changes. But that's always so much harder than already being set up, you know, with a good solid foundation from the get-go. And so imagine, you know, being a kid and having gone from going out and running out and playing and having friends and all this good stuff to now all of a sudden, ooh, don't touch this. And, oh, you have to wear gloves and don't touch anything and don't talk to this person and don't get close to your friend or, or the neighbor or anything like that. So in their little mind that's just now developing – it, they are in this world where everything in the world is dangerous and can be can kill you. And when, in reality, you know, kids are most likely not going to. Um, most likely, for the most part, I mean, we know now, looking at the numbers, that it's the majority of the people who have passed on from uh, COVID are people who are elderly and have. Um, already pre-existing conditions and um, you know and so it is something that's you know it's going to be something that's going to be felt and the repercussions are going to be felt for years to come and um, so that's something that as schools return and as you're talking with your kids to you know, really be very aware and of uh, how you are expressing your thing. what kinds of things that is playing in the house. Like do you have the news, the media going 24 seven or do you pop it on every once in a while? You know, so it, the more that you can minimize that because uh, it, it's not a, a really great way to get going. Anybody who has any anxiety can tell you it's not a way to live your life. (laughs) So, you know, whatever we can do to reduce that anxiety and grow resilience, because that's really what it all is about. We are so much more resilient than many times if we feed all this fear and all that information, all that negative stuff, we think that we are helpless victims. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces, to to, to be made to feel as though we're helpless victim, victims instead of resilient, amazing people who, when we do uh, certain things, we take good care of our mental health and our physical health, that we are capable of fighting off all kinds of things, illnesses, diseases, uh, you name it. And instead, right now, it's just like there is being created more distraction and more division and that's just causing even more and more pain, and which I just hate to see for us. And uh, I would like to quote um, somebody who I think is very appropriate for right now and uh, he is Ms. Dr. Martin Luther King So let me just go ahead and pull this up here. Uh, So one of the things he was saying in 1956, as you press on for justice, be sure to move with dignity and discipline using only the weapon of love. Let no man pull you so low as to hate him. Always avoid violence. You succumb to the temptation of using violence in your struggle. Unborn... um, Generations will be the recipients of a long and desolate night of bitterness, and your chief legacy to the future will be an endless reign of meaningless chaos. And I think certainly that that is a very appropriate quote for right now from a one tremendous man who did the world a lot of good in helping us move beyond segregation and uh yes ugliness in the world so what i am going to uh encourage you to is we are doing having a con- the new consciousness project that we are going to have on june 25th and uh, we'll be airing it here also but um where i'm going to have a panel of experts who are going to be talking about uh what can we do to help this world and um Make this a better place, a place that we want to both live in and pass on to the next generation. We'll be talking more about that, and that's kind of what I'm introducing here today in this show. We'll be right back after these messages.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline.
0: Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more.
3: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
0: Listening to Shift Happens with Karen Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at one 472 5792 That's one 472 5792 Or send an email to Karin W at Insights Counseling Center Remember that Karen is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now Back to Shift Happens.
1: Hello, and we are indeed back here on Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary and today we are talking about the conscious, the new consciousness project. It's something that I have coming up later on this month in June. And what it is that we're gonna be talking about is there's a lot of stuff going on this year in 2020. It has been One interesting year with all kinds of stuff going on. And, you know, there's uh, a lot of divisiveness and distraction and division that's taking place. And, you know, the more we are divided and and caught up in the anger and um, the, the fear and anxiety and all that, the whole point of this is to... Let's shift, as the name of the show, making shift happen. Let's shift into something that is going to uh, help us, transform us, help us get into a place where we can um, create the world that uh, we want to live in, and and. You know, one of the things is that we know that we are, we are energy. You know, that's a simple fact. Everything is energy. Uh, Cells are energy. Everything's built of different kinds of cells. And and they are kind of, they become what looks like dense mass uh, because of the way that they are stuck together. They're just attracted to each other in a certain way. So it forms you know, a body, a spleen, a table and whatnot. But in reality, all of it is energy and energy has a vibration and everything vibrates at a different, at a different level. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things, uh, the reason why I came up with the new consciousness project, you know, and and this was because of what's going on right now, but originally you know, when I Started this show with shift happens was because I want to be a part of what can help us get to a better place, whatever that better place is for you. Being in in fear and anxiety and and depression is not a very good place to be in, and uh, you know being sick and having a body breakdown is not a good place to be in, and. Instead, what we are all about here on Shift Happens is finding ways and tools and and mechanisms that we can use to get ourselves to a place where we are healthy, wealthy, uh, in both in every which way, abundant. You know, stepping out of scarcity and stepping into abundance, and all of that because. Uh, being wealthy, yes, there's the financial, actual money part. However, there's abundant health. There is abundant uh, joy. There is abundant, um, you know, happiness and excitement. Being waking up and being excited about your life and uh, being in a state of awe. You know, those are all uh, places of of. That feel lighter and you know are more expansive, right? When we are in those states, then we expand and we can see. And that's not just how it feels physically; it's also literally in how we can think. Because when we are expansive, um, then in our thinking we can think outside of a box. That when the uh, on the other end of the spectrum when we are scared and, and feel heavy and lonely and and anxious and all all those other kinds of feelings, then we shut down. We literally we shrink. You know, you can see it even physically and and it's both in our in our body but also in our brain. Our brain will shrink and, and we can't think about anything other than what is right in front of us and which has been very apparent if you've been anywhere near uh, media or social media, because there's certainly been a plethora of very, mm, let's see, focused, <laughs> focused opinions and thoughts and emotions being shared all over the place, and and again, not necessarily um, you know uh, the the in the in the positive direction. And I can see when i was, when I then have been on people. Pages where they have made the conscious decision that I'm not going to participate in this, and they are sharing all kinds of positive, uplifting, you know, about um, it's raising our vibration. Let's raise our frequency. Let's, uh, you know, focus on 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 love. Let's focus on gratitude. All those different kinds of things I can feel in myself. It's like ah, oh, okay. There's a little bit of peace. There's there's a room to relax, and there's room to settle in and get a little more grounded. And it you you can when you start to pay attention to your body and your mind, then you you can literally feel the difference. And they can actually they actually have these charts where they can they can measure uh, what <clears throat> excuse me what each different kind of emotion what kind of Uh, energy uh, it has so for example the lowest of the low is shame that has a frequency of 20 hertz and then the next one up after that is guilt which has uh which vibrates at 30 hertz then there's apathy that's at 50 so each time we're kind of moving up 20 10 20 And then the next one is grief, 75. These are all contracted, you know, uh, lower level kinds of energy. Then there's fear at 100. Then desire. Um, Not sure what kind of desire they're talking about, but (laughs) that one's at uh, 125. And then anger at 150 then there's pride, you know, so you can be proud of somebody, but their pride can also be something that becomes a little bit of a, um, ball and chain. Um, because sometimes pride will keep you from reaching out, whether it's reaching out for help when you need help, we all need different kinds of help with different parts, times of our life. and, And when we, uh, Stop ourselves from reaching out for help when we need it. Guess what? Things get worse and you hurt more people by not reaching out for help. And that includes mental health, especially because sadly uh, in for many people, not as much as it used to be, but there still is stigma about reaching out for mental health. And um, I'm telling you what you are hurting so many people when you don't get the help. And I just want to put out there, sometimes you have to go to more than one person. Maybe the first and the second and the third therapist you go to might not be the right one for you. And that's okay. Keep on going. Keep on looking until you find the one that's right for you. Because um, therapy can be, and it's supposed to be life-changing. And you'll know it when you get to the right one. So uh, then after that comes courage, that 200, and then Neutrality. So now we're moving from contracted and into expanded. These are higher level frequencies. And again, when you think of, you know, going from anger to neutral, you know, you know, think about how you have made that switch and how your body feels, how your brain is better able to think. And maybe it goes from racing to. Uh, okay, at a pace that's probably a lot easier to catch up with. And then there's uh, willingness. So being more open, you know, when you're willing to be with somebody and to listen, then, you know, then you start to be able to have uh, a, a conversation about what's going on. And I think that's something that's really super important. Then the one after that is acceptance. So accepting, what somebody else says and that somebody else has a different uh, perspective and belief is okay. It doesn't mean that you have to take on that perspective or that belief. It's okay to have a different um, opinion of yourself. But that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, kind of punch out the person who has some a different perspective and nor does it mean that you have to force them into believing what you believe. We can actually live you know, right next to each other and have, you know, even in the same household and have different beliefs and perspectives without having to, you know, kill each other for it. <laughs> so uh, then there's reason right after that. That's a, that's now vibrating at 400. These are expanded emotions. And then love. And then above love is joy and then peace. And then finally enlightenment is what they have here as the um, highest vibrating um, uh, what you call it yeah uh, emotion I guess and a lot of that now they didn't put all but that's somewhere definitely for sure up there in the higher vibrations because when I, I find I get this place a lot when I'm out in nature um, because um, when I'm out there in nature for example <laughs> this Sunday I went out for a bike ride on this trail and uh and as I was riding down there I it was apparently gopher turtle lunch hour because I saw probably about five gopher tur- turtles on the side of the path and they were just I, I have a thing about turtles they're just adorable and you know so um so whenever I see nature or like a, a sunset or, you know, an animal in the wild or a, the way that the, a tree grows and, you know, in the in the spring as new little leaves, they are budding on the tree with their beautiful light green hue. I mean, those kinds of things that just put me in this state of awe. And when you're in the state of awe, you are open, you are you, are, you feel uplifted. You are in the moment. And that is something that is really important to be because in the moment, right here now, that's what life is. And when we're not in that place, we're missing out. And this is where a lot of things get, we can also tap into when I was talking about that resourcefulness, that um you know, when we are in that place, we can we can get through so much more than we believe. And, you know, so here's the thing. There was a smart person one time. I think his name was Albert Einstein. <laughs> he, he had a saying that problems are not resolved from the level of thinking that it was created, which means that if a problem was created from a level of fear, um, anxiety, anxiety, Anger, all those different kinds of emotions. Then that's not where you're going to resolve it. And that was the whole point, also, of Martin Luther King, you know, talking about, you know, being peaceful, walking with love. You know, Mahatma Gandhi. You know, same thing. And look what they were able to accomplish with that. Did they face hardship? Oh, yeah, yeah. They certainly mostly did, uh, and they also succeeded. And this is the piece where, uh, look at how many people that, that surrounded them and, and showed up for the cause of nonviolence and love and making change, making the change that they wanted to be, being the change that they wanted to be. And that's what, um, that's what I, I do my best to do, you know, because this is something that, if I can't show up in a way that I want to be, then um, then I need to go do some work on myself, and that is an ongoing, never-ending process. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, so how do we get to those states where um, where we go from fear to awe, where we go to um, you know uh, from you know anxiety to maybe at least neutrality so one way that we can get to at least neutrality is a grounding exercise because one of the things that is going on when we are not at least in the state of neutrality because that might be a first really good goal is to get to neutrality is that we are everywhere except for in this moment in our body. We are all out in our head, all thinking about the past, whether it's recent past or a long time ago past, and, or worrying about things that we believe or we're afraid is going to happen in the future. All the worst case, what if scenarios are running through our head. And most of those scenarios never happen. And so, so a grounding exercise, I will walk you through it right now. And as you are, you can even do this while you're driving, as long as you still pay attention to the road. So, so what you're going to do if you're sitting is just do this as, as though you're sitting. And so just notice uh, what the cushion or whatever it is, the seat behind your back, what it feels like, what it feels like to have. Is it, is it soft? Is it hard? Uh, and just notice the physical sensation of that. And then... Move to feeling the seat underneath your legs that's supporting your body. Notice what that feels like. Is it? Are you sitting on a soft cushion? Is it warm? Um, is it a hard surface that you're sitting on? What does that feel like having your weight go in there? Notice your breathing. How are you breathing? Okay. And then notice your toes and your feet. And once you do that, look around the environment. If you're outside, pick three different plants. If you're inside, pick three things that are square. And then now go back in and notice how you feel. This is an exercise I encourage you to do on a regular basis to keep you in that grounded present moment space. And when you use it on a regular basis, just notice you get better and better at it. So we're gonna be coming right back after these last set of messages, where we're going to be talk, talking more about uh, growth and choices and and how we what we focus on after these messages, so you'll want to come right back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com/forward
0: slash Voice America. Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, Back to Shift Happens.
1: We are making Shift Happen here in 2020. Oh my goodness. I am Karen Weary. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and your host today and every Tuesday on Shift Happens. And sometimes I have another co host with me. And we always uh, are talking about things that will make. A positive change in your life when you implement it, and uh, because you know, the more that we can make transformation and grow, the uh, the the better we're going to you know, be able to make our immediate surrounding, and our immediate surrounding can be as immediate as you yourself, <laughs> and to you know, you and your your spouse, your significant other, to your kids, to your friends, and that those circles keep going out and further and further out. And that is your uh, direct area of influence. And what kind of influence do you want to be in this world, in your circle of sphere? So that's part of becoming intentional. And what it is that you want to focus on. Because we can focus on growth and making choices as opposed to shutting down and feeling like we are victims and have no choice. And, you know, that's where um, Viktor Frankl, uh, for goodness sakes, he was in uh, the Holocaust in a concentration camp. And the man managed to somehow or another find the wherewithal within himself that, okay, so they could they had control over his body and where he was and such, but they were not going to take away his mind and what he wanted to focus on. And yeah, I don't know if I could have had uh, the kind of wherewithal that he did to do that. However, it just ta- shows that it is possible for us in the very, very challenging, to say the least, um, horrendous situation to decide what it is that we focus on. And that does not make the crimes that are happening against humanity, against people, okay. That is not at all, ever, saying that those things are okay. It's just like saying that... Forgiving frees you, forgiving somebody who did to wrong you in some way, frees you. It doesn't make it okay what happened, but it does give you the liberty to let go of the poison that the anger and the hate and all those feelings are in you. Now If you think about how pretty much we've been brainwashed to believe certain things right from the get-go, right from the time we were out of the womb, because first we had our parents who were telling us what's right and wrong, what to do, when, where, or they did not, you know, which was another choice of, of speaking. And then we went to school and they were telling us, you know, when we could go to the bathroom and when we had to eat and that we had to sit and we had to... Do all these different kinds of things, and you know, so and telling us what to read and what not to read, and you know, what what to ask and what we couldn't ask, and so you know, during all these formative years, we're being told, you know, basically what to believe, and you know, for example, a lot of people they've been told, well, you must go to college. There is just no other way. You just have to go to college, and you certainly have to go straight from high school into college or else you know pretty much we are going to be uh, forcing you to do this yeah. and and what happens in those cases many times hey because they're not ready it's not what they want to do maybe they're not college material maybe they're not college material now but will be in five or ten years from now uh, but right now they're not and guess what happens they party they flunk out they don't really care, and so they're wasting your time and your money uh, and your emotional wherewithal um, because you wanted them to do to do this thing that you thought was best for them. And, you know, so some what are some other messages that we've gotten? So somebody I was talking with the other day was, um, you know, the, talking about how they felt from the people around them and, and, and their religion that it, it was it was their duty to – honor and, and take care of their, their parents. And, you know, and so we discussed what that actually means because taking care, honoring and taking care of your parents can mean a lot of different things. So let's zoom in a little closer and examine what does that mean? And maybe there's another way of understanding honoring your parents so that instead of, as this person was uh, Wanting to force things to happen a certain way, even though they live in a completely different state and other people are taking care of that parent, then they were able to maybe say, okay, well, you know, even though things aren't done exactly the way that they wanted it to be done, then the mother was taken care of. They got the care that they needed and instead could maybe trust that it'll be okay. And that instead, they can focus on the things that they can do from here. And that was a complete paradigm shift for this person. And it's like, wow, okay, well, think, imagine what, kind of, what level of stress that they're able to relieve because stressing out about things does not do anything, any of us any good. So this is the kind of thing. Like, another message that I know some people get is that you must marry and have kids. Well, oh gosh! and if we and we then put the on other people if they're a certain age and they're not married and they don't have kids, oh well you if you don't have a whole lot of time and the biological clock is ticking and maybe it is, maybe it isn't but you know saying those kinds of things to this poor person who is not married and doesn't have kids is just you know really um, ostracizing them in a way and and so we really need to think about and and, and step away a little bit uh, from what it is that we're saying. What what is the intention we're saying that to somebody? Like, oh, your biological if they haven't mentioned that themselves, maybe it's not something that maybe they chose not to get married and have kids. Maybe that that was something that they they, they did uh, because they didn't want to deal with that. They wanted to just uh, enjoy their life and not have to take care of other people. Maybe they took care of people when they were growing up and they were done. And so, you know, that and and that's okay. If that's how they want to live their life. And this is something I think a lot of people really have a hard time with. That then somebody might have a different way of living their life that that is is not the same as what they are living. And this is again moving from being in the contracted vibration levels to expanded uh, um, vibration levels of acceptance and neutrality and openness and acceptance I think I may have said that already Uh, but it's true and so um, so for example here are some things that do really as you as you find yourself going about your everyday business uh, and if you haven't already started to question uh, some of the paradigms that you have, some some of the, um, not maybe not paradigms, but um, belief systems and, and what you're coming from and, and when you look at other people and wonder, well, how could they do this and how could they live like that and feeling sorry for other people when maybe they're really happy. <laughs> to first of all, you know, pay attention to that. If you're not paying attention to that but then you have somebody who is reacting in a way that's probably negative they get offended or upset when you approach them like let's just use the oh your biological clock is ticking and somebody the person you say that to is is offended then maybe that should be something to raise some flags for you it's like oh okay i um didn't mean to hurt that person i was just kind of saying something that i would have thought so so it's it's okay to have that awareness and then it's even better to be able to uh, use that awareness and and make that shift in yourself to uh, recognize that other people just have a different way of living and different perspectives and different life experiences that make them make those choices and hey as long as they're not affecting you um, then uh, what the heck why not let them live and be happy (laughs) so so the question is, how do we raise our energy? So uh, just before the last break, I walked you guys through a grounding exercise, and that's one place to definitely get to um, neutrality. A lot of people, when I do that with them, they many times find that say, like, oh, they feel peace. You know, they can breathe again. They feel lighter. And so, um, you know, and so, that's definitely a very good sign. And that takes literally uh, maybe 30 seconds or a minute. So in that short period of time, you can make this shift. This is what I'm talking about. Become the driver of your emotions, just like that. Now, what are some other activities that raise your energy? These are some of the following. There are more, but doing yoga, Yoga is something that gets you into your body and, you know, and and really in this moment. And it it has way deeper uh, effects as well, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not a yoga instructor, but these are some of the things that I've read and heard about and spoken with yoga teachers about. Meditation is another thing. It slows everything down and gets you focused in the here and now. Breathing. So breathing, not just breathing any old way, but paying attention and being mindful of your breathing. So taking long, slow, deep breaths will slow things down. There are a lot of different kinds of breathing techniques also. Some will calm you down, some will get, bring up your energy. A lot of different things. So positive friends, people who are positive and encouraging, that you know, those are the people that you want to surround yourself with the most of the time. In nature, nature is just amazing. We just get grounded. And nature has this constant um, energy. It's not all over the place. And this is one of the things that we entrain to this energy. Another reason why we feel more calm and grounded. Because we literally are getting grounded when we are in nature. So those are some simple things that sometimes really... The answer is that simple as taking a breath. We like to sometimes complicate things, make them really difficult. But life, really, when it comes down to it, is very simple. It's it's really very simple to just listen to somebody else, what they have to say, where they are. It's really simple to accept other people and, and let them have the thoughts and the beliefs that they have. So with this, I want to encourage you to go to our Shift Happens uh, Facebook page, leave comments. I'd love to read them and, and uh, uh, you know talk with you and um, go to Becoming Limitless, Master Anxiety. That's a private Facebook group that I have where I'm starting a challenge next week. Um, And in the meantime, practice these things. Please share it with somebody that you know, because uh, there are a lot of really great uh, tools and techniques that we shared here today. And otherwise, go out there and shine your beautiful inner light because you have unique talents that the world needs. We will talk with you next week. Take care.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.